0: Street in the New Orleans French Quarter, famous for drinking, bead throwing, and debauchery. Aptly named Bourbon Street, it's home to bars, burlesque, puddles of puke, and one particularly popular store, Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo. Visitors, tipsy or not, giggle over voodoo dolls, buy spell candles, sniff dragon's blood incense, and sit for psychic readings. The store has been at 739 Bourbon Street since it first opened in 1988 just shy of a century after the death of their namesake, the famed voodoo priestess Marie Laveau. Laveau was born in the French Quarter in either 1794 or 1801 to a white, wealthy father and a free Creole woman. Laveau was remarkable, a skilled nurse who aided the sick during cholera epidemics, some say a sought-after hairdresser, a woman of many husbands, and above all, she was the voodoo queen of New Orleans. By the 1830s, she was an infamous and popular practitioner of voodoo in the Crescent City. She sold gris-gris talismans used to bring good luck or protect from evil. She held public rituals at a spot called Congo Square. She flavored her voodoo with a dash of Christianity, just a splash of holy water and a saint here and there to bring in the business of God-fearing high society women. She performed exorcisms, and once she was even accused of murdering a governor with voodoo. Laveau died on June 15, 1881. She was buried in St. Louis Cemetery No. 1, and her grave has become a pilgrimage site and a tourist hotspot. It is said that if you scroll an X on her tomb, spin around three times, knock on her grave, and yell out a wish, Marie Laveau will grant it. She may have died 136 years ago, but legend has kept her alive. And pop culture keeps resurrecting Laveau, sometimes a little too literally. We're more than just pins and dolls and seeing the future in chicken parts. You've
1: been reading too many tourist guides. <laughs> Speaking of tourist guides, no more spray. I
0: have been to St. Louis, number one, and I have seen the tomb of Laveau. Seen the fat tourists from Little
1: Rock to Hackensack, drawing crosses on the bricks, making wishes to the bones of Marie Laveau. <laughs> Little did they know. All they have to do to get their wishes granted was come down
0: here to the Ninth Ward and get their hair braided. Shows like American Horror Story Coven can't seem to keep themselves from making Marie Laveau immortal. This is probably less a testament to the tremendous woman Laveau was and more evidence of the fact that Hollywood and the general population really don't understand voodoo. And New Orleans tour shops. Aren't helping matters much. The House of Voodoo is a fun stop on a Friday night, but the real heirs to the Voodoo Queen are a short walk north of Bourbon, past St. Louis No. 1 and Marie Laveau's final resting place, to the neighborhood of Treme, and a little botanica hidden on Dumaine Street. My name is Bronte Mansfield, and this is Mystic. Carmel & Sons Botanica sits unsuspectingly on the corners of Dauphine and North Robertson Street. Inside, a whirring air conditioner fights the Louisiana heat, trucks rumble past to a nearby construction site, and the occasional patron wanders in to buy candles or statues of saints. In March, I visited with the Botanica's owner, Mambo Marie, and her two adult children, not by birth, but by spirit. Ungan Roby and Mija Zujay are part of Marie's voodoo family. The spirits have brought them together to learn from Marie, a mambo, or priestess of Haitian voodoo. All three of the family members I spoke to came to voodoo in different ways and were trained in different traditions. They answered my many questions about their lives, the origin and history of voodoo in New Orleans and beyond, and of course, what everyone gets wrong about their religion and culture. This is our conversation, lightly edited and condensed for clarity. Settle in and forget everything you thought you knew about voodoo.
2: I'm a My name is Ungan Robi. I am Mija Suje.
1: I was born in Haiti. Uh, my father was uh, a Celtic and uh, Irish descent. My grandmother, she was Irish with the last name of McGovern. Okay. My mother was born to Taino Indian. My grandmother was Taino. Okay? So, I'm a soup. Because my grandfather, from my mother's side, was African-Cuban. My grandfather, from my father's side, was French. He was a Marquis. So... That's how I grew up. Okay. I didn't I didn't grow up like uh, knowing voodoo because I hated voodoo when I was growing up. No, I grew up uh upscale. People that uh, they make you understand people that practice voodoo was illiterate. You have to be elevated. You can know read, read or write, no. Okay. So, at the age of fifteen, I was in the United States, and that was the first time I got mounted by spirit. I used to see things when I was smaller. My mother used to tell me, "I'm crazy." Yeah. She says I'm crazy. At the age of fifteen, I got mounted, and she says I was crazy. My the principal of my school says she's not crazy. They even take me to the hospital. They have me in a psychiatric ward. Where was that? Yes, in Brooklyn. Yes, in psychiatric ward. And the psychiatrist says, this girl is not crazy because she got mounted by a special spirit that told me when I was three years old. The the, the girl don't know me. You have to do the Haitian thing that you do with all the Haitian. So my mother took me home and called my aunt and my aunt take me back to haiti and they have to perform the ceremony take me to my ancestors take me to my habitat to find out exactly what to do for me and that's how i become a mumbo i was 15. and flew full flesh mumbo i was 18 years old that was the time that i need to have boyfriend if I wanted to. I wanted to party and everything, but I couldn't do it. I was going to school to be a nurse. I become a nurse, but after working 15 years as a nurse, the spirit says you gotta take care of other people. You got people that need you. You have people that educate you. But all this time, I've been coming to New Orleans. I've been coming to carnival, you know, Mardi Gras, partying, and things like that. And then for 18 years, without a year missing, even if there was Katrina, I came in because this is where I belong. No, I'm in my 50s. I'm 53. Okay? So, 18 years ago, when I came here, I felt like I came home. I feel love. There was nobody around me, but spiritually, I was welcome. They asked me, what kept you for so long to come here? I said, in due time, in due time, I was ready to come here. Then Katrina happened, changed everything. I went and stayed back in New York until four years ago. I said, I don't care, regardless how it is, I'm going to live among my people. And... I came here, I, I, formed, I was welcome and get a new family. Yes. And I could say, right now, I may not be able to move around like I want to because I'm a stroke victim, but I'm love. You see, that's what voodoo is all about. Unity. Love. I got daughter I got son I have some of them that they treat me like I'm five years old they control me I have to eat certain things that they want me to eat <laughs> drink certain things they want me to drink but it's all it's not that they're being hard on me it's because they love me they want me to get better without them I wouldn't be here today. I don't know maybe i would be in a hospital or dead somewhere but without them i wouldn't be here today and that's what voodoo gave me my family i got jewish i got godkids kids that jewish greek oh yeah i got jewish i have greek i have spanish i have english i have australian i have from belize i have uh, I even have from Washa. Yes. I've got kids. And when they know there's something wrong with me, something wrong with them too. Okay? You use voodoo for tomorrow, for sickness, for loving. You don't kill with voodoo because we don't practice satanic. That doesn't mean that I don't know how to kill, you know. (laughs) If I tell you that I don't know how to kill, I'm lying to you. (laughs) Okay? I know how to kill. But that's not what voodoo taught me. You're not supposed to do that. Because the thing is that with voodoo, the first thing we do is God, our creator. Without the creator, we wouldn't be here. Our ancestors, without our ancestors, I wouldn't be in New Orleans. Because my ancestors brought me here to form a family so I could serve my spirit. That's what voodoo brings to people. You know that's what like you come here in New Orleans there was Haitian Haitian bought the voodoo in New Orleans mm-hmm. but you find two or three different way they serve it because they would they'd go up in Haiti they didn't grow up in A.D. That doesn't mean that they're not serving voodoo, you know. But they because they have respect. They have love, you know, among them. You could do something to me. You could be a sister. You could be a brother. You do something to me. Just like every brothers and siblings, we fight. We curse each other, but when it comes to do things, we are one. We become one. We become loving each other again. Even if I love you after I leave the building, I don't love you no more. But when I'm in the building, I will love you. That's what voodoo is. People doesn't understand. We pray to the Lord. We ask the Lord permission to not to serve the devil. We ask the, the Lord the permission so we could take care of our ancestors and the spirit that some people call them falling angels. They're not falling angels. Angel stays up there with God. They don't come down. Okay? They will tell you that uh, to be a true voodooist, you have to be 100% Catholic. <laughs> well, you don't, no. Catholic all, you don't have to be
3: Catholic at all. You have to be Catholic. 0%. <laughs> if that was the case. I'm, going, I'm doing
2: something
1: wrong. Okay? <laughs> exactly. You don't have to. Because I know all my sins. I go up as Catholic. I know all the saints. The saints, I give them their respect. My spirit, I give them their respect. I will take care of the saints today, and then this afternoon, I'll take care of my spirit. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean that uh, I don't recognize God, the devil. No, 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 no. The devil got his own thing. Satanic, I don't deal with it. Okay? Satanic, I don't deal with it. I deal with God gave me to do. The saints, my ancestors, and the Lord. I treat people. I wake up people from the dead. Okay? You got a terrible headache. You go to the doctor. The doctor cannot cure it. I'll find my way I'll cure it for you okay I take bad things away from people that the doctor can <laughs> Doctor can I deliver babies okay Bridge babies they're supposed to cut you. We know how to deliver no. bridge babies So you know? So, the thing is that voodoo. That's life, because voodoo is my life, my life. Just like Celtic is the pagan life, voodoo is my life, and I respect, no matter Celtic paganies, the 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 witches. I respect them all, as long as they respect mine. Okay? You may be doing something, and I see you putting on human blood out for you to take care of your stuff. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. No. If you need blood of a human, you're not practicing exactly what you do. You need a, uh, the blood of an animal, I could understand that, but your own human blood, I don't go for that. so a take her into the, the, the
3: whole setup of the voodoo.
2: So here's the deal with that. Um, so about the actual voodoo itself, and that's what we call it. We call it voodoo, not voodoo. Yes. Voodoo. Voodoo. Um, I'm from Bayou Sarah, Louisiana and I grew up on the Myrtles Plantation and the Hollywood Plantation, where we practice Plantation Vodou, which means that our ancestors were from Haiti, it landed on the plantation, and because they were isolated, the Vodou stayed, and they used it as a survival tactic. Um, we grew up speaking three languages. We grew up speaking English, we also speak Louisiana Creole, and then on some sides of the family, they speak French. And Creole and French are not the same. Creole uses a French base. Um, I never learned French growing up. I spoke Louisiana Creole and English. And the Louisiana Creole from the Bayou is so similar to Haitian Creole, I just picked it up. Um, and the history of it is that all these African based diaspora comes from Africa. We all know that. These people were bought and sold as slaves and they island hop. They island hop from, from, from Cuba, Jamaica, Haiti which was at Spaniola at the time, all the way up to New Orleans, the major slave port in Louisiana and all the United States. Most of these people that came here who were bought and sold as slaves here inside of New Orleans are Haitian descent. They brought them to their plantations in Haiti first, where they stayed, they grew sugar cane, they grew crops, and stuff like that. Some of them even interbred with the Taino Indians. So my mama got here and whatnot. Um, so... Oh, um, So whenever the Haitian Revolution happened, some of these slaves thought that, oh, we got our freedom, we'll go to the New World, right? They come to the New World, they're bought and back and sold into slavery. These people landed on the plantations, and here we are. There's some state in New Orleans. There's my sister, descendant of these same people. Um, The voodoo itself is structured where we worship God. And it depended on what tribe or what background you come from, we serve the Loa or we serve the Arisha. Now, we don't deal with the, the, the Orisha much, fully, in Haitian Vodou. Even in Plantation Vodou, we don't deal with the Orisha. Um, you'll find that more in the African-based for like Santaria, and Paulo, and Ifa. Um, and, he, and we deal with our Loa, and I like to call them, because in, in Louisiana, Korea, we call them ancestor spirits, we just call them ancestors. Even though they're not our direct ancestors, in a sense, they're still our ancestor spirits. Without them, we have, we're not here. Um, and, and under them is us, our fellow men. And God gave us our ancestors. God gave us the law to call upon, to honor them, and thank them for their sacrifices and everything that they've done for us. And also, if we need help, you know, if we need help, as, uh, I don't know, somebody's having a complication with pregnancy or, or the crops are dying, we will call down one of our spirits and say, Look, what's going on? And they'll tell us, Well, serve me this way, give me this, and give me two weeks and to be taken care of, you know. And, and that's why they're here for us. Now, when these slaves were being bought and sold as slaves here inside of New Orleans, these slave owners, these are Catholic slave owners, um, they tried to convert the slaves to Roman Catholicism, right? Now, slaves can't read or write their language anyway, no English. And for the most part, the Creole languages came apart because they had to combine languages on top of the French language, which was the language of the slave owner the communicate. So what happened was the slaves here in New Orleans would pretend like they were praying to a saint, but in their hearts they were praying to the Loire, So for instance, St. Mary, or St. Anthony, or St. Peter, while the slaves are kneeling down in front of the statue of St. Lazarus, looking like they're praying to him. In their hearts, they are praying to our Loa, Legba, who is a gatekeeper to us. So it looked like the slave was praying to the actual saint itself, but the slave was actually praying in their hearts to the actual Loa, or the actual ancestor spirits. And through time, this became more organized, and it landed in different places. Hence, Plantation Vodou, New Orleans Vodou, and it all comes from Haitian voodoo. And this makes us, and I'm going to say this, I don't care how people feel about it, it makes us as people of color bow down to a woman like her. Because without her people, with us being Haitian descent, we wouldn't be here. We have nothing. We literally have nothing without the Haitians. Nothing. Because so that system was
3: kept the exact same way that it was. All those years. So through Haiti, that's how we are able to reconnect back to that.
2: Right. Even in Plantation Vodou, I cannot progress as a priest. I am a priest in Plantation Vodou. If I want to take that next step, I have to go back to the motherland. I got to go to Haiti, which I did. And now I'm a Nungan. I'm a a Haitian Nungan point. So um, the ancestors called to me. And the lineage that I come from says that you cannot progress in this lineage unless you go back to the motherland. And that's what all my family back home is trying to do right now. They're trying to get back because the ancestors are now calling them because now we're needed. We're all needed, especially with the way things are going in the government, but I'm not going to go <laughs> <on that>. um, <laughs> The spiritual system itself is organized in many different ways, and you'll find more of the hoodoo, the magic, the root work, the herbology, and all that kind of stuff more deeply planted in New Orleans than any other place in the current United States at the time. That's why there's an expression that most people outside of New Orleans and Louisiana, you do not mess with a person of color from New Orleans and Louisiana. You don't. You don't do it. Because they can string some herbs and stuff together so quick and have your head upside down. Now, mind you, we don't do these things on purpose. Energy can neither be created or destroyed. It can only be used and redirected and it's always existed. For us, the herbology, the root work, the magic is all energy direction. If there's no energy redirected, redirect, we can't do anything. That's why we say don't mess with us because we know how to do it. Trust me. My mama taught me how.
3: Mm-mm-mm. And me. And, yes. And my sister. <laughs> let me tell you. This
2: girl is so talented. She can string some stuff together. I don't know how she does it, but she does it. You trying to get a house? Get go to her. I don't know how she does it. So, but gifted. 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 She's Spirit. gifted. Yes. Spirit, Spirit gave it, give to her. it to her. And we have a personal relationship with our spirits. The spirits are known as the loa. Our ancestors. They're all around us. They follow us every single day. They talk to us. We talk to them. We make altars for them at home. We serve them. They serve us. It's a give and take thing. And they communicate with us. They, 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 There's some things that they don't like for us to do. And they'll let us know. Trust me, they'll let us know. Oh yeah. They always do. So we, it gets to a point now where as mambo and ungan, which means priestess, priestess we don't question the spirit. We don't question them. They do things and, and make us go through things for specific reasons. That's how we learn and that's how we develop a more stronger relationship with them. Ceremonies are done nowadays. And by the way, if you know anybody doing a ceremony once a week, something's wrong. Um, ceremonies are done nowadays, maybe four or five times out of the year. We have work to do as mama with a gun <laughs> to help our fellow man and the people around us. My sister there, sitting there, you know, she, we, we, we all help each other. And that's what the spirits want us to do, to help our community. It's a community thing. There's no, no rivalry. Why would I be rival with my sister? She's not even my blood sister, but this girl treated me better than my blood relatives back home. I would go to jail for her. And if anybody asks, that's my blood sister sitting right there. They won't know that we may not look alike, but if anybody got something to say, I don't care. That's my blood. This is my blood mother. She gave birth to me spiritually, but she didn't give birth to me earthly. Mm -hmm. But if anybody asks, that's my blood because we're all a community. We all have to stick together. We all have to take care of each other. And this is a touchy subject, and I'm going to bring it up anyway because it needs to be put out. There are people who come into this religion, just so you know, with your background or a similar background to yours, for the glory. They come to say, hey, look at me. Mm-hmm. Now they become a high priest. They write a book, and they start making money off these books. All of a sudden, they open up these companies with their own little botanicas, and they're making money. I am a high priest in Haitian Vodou. Can't speak a little Creole. Yeah.
1: You know, not, it's, not only that, guess what? After all this fame, this tomorrow, mm-hmm. you go oh, sh- boom, and you up. end up falling just like a melted candle <laughs> and splatter. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and this is and I'm not saying and to clear this up, I'm not saying this is just specifically white people. A lot of them are. But it's not just specifically them. I know people, black, white, purple, and green, that are coming to this tradition. And disrespected it. And disrespected it so much. And there are those of us who are born and raised in this, and I'm talking about me and my sister right now, since it's both of us in this room, who are looking at these people like, what are you doing? You're disrespecting my ancestors. This is not why this is here. Our ancestors' blood, literally, they spared their own blood just for me to come and help these people. You coming into this tradition trying to make a fool of us? And so what do we do? Most times the little I take care of them, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> they usually always end up falling, and that's why we are here now. That's why Mama came down to weed out all these people, these shenanigans, and all this fakeness and stuff. Because if you go over there in the first quarter, let me tell you, there's a lot of fake people over there doing all kinds of all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Like we see a lot, but we carry an air of knowing our spirits personally. We we hold our heads up high. That's what she taught us. And, and, and we, we do as much good to cover up all the bad that they're doing. That's why we do ceremony. This is why we have the botanica here to help people when they come and need help. We don't brag and say, oh, well, you know, I'm a whatever and whatever. Mm-hmm. If anything, people don't understand the responsibility that comes with these titles. There's nothing to brag about. Yeah. My mother is a high priestess. My sister's a high priestess. I'm glad right now I'm not a high priest.
3: Soon to be. <laughs> <It's> so- <laughs> so- uh-huh. So in the the, it's high standards in this lineage, which is give us the name
1: of the lineage, my right oh, the, the name of it Beis- is Beis- Bel Fleur-
3: This lineage we have high standards and big things to live up to. We as a community have to build bridges. We have to fill the gaps of all of the foolishness, the lies, the disrespect, the disloyalty, and put ourselves in a place that it may not always be comfortable, but it is necessary for us to be here, for Carmel and Stance to be open six days a week, because this is the meeting place for us to get together to be able to Live through the voodoo and give it to the people the correct way. Right. Right. You know, um, and it's up to us to keep this tradition alive. Because with what's going on in the world, in all areas, um, things are changing. But the voodoo cannot afford to be changed.
1: Too much blood has been spilled. We have to keep voodoo the way that yes. our ancestors, ancestors gave, it gave it to us, it. from Africa. Right. Yeah. Um, The difference between Louisiana
2: voodoo, Haitian voodoo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They all voodoo that comes from Africa, which landed in Haiti first, I have to say that. Mm-hmm. Landed in Haiti first, and then from there came to the United States and spread. The difference voodoo, is they obviously. all come from the same root. Yeah. New Orleans Voodoo comes from Haitian Voodoo. Plantation Voodoo comes from Haitian Voodoo. Haitian Voodoo, Haitian voodoo comes from Africa. That's and the difference is the tradition. And the, the Indians. Oh right, like the, the, the 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 native the natives because they influenced a lot. He,
1: the, the, the 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 African from Haiti form a marriage with the Indians. Yes, we become one in order for us to survive. Like how you would say, they put their heads together. Yes.
2: New Orleans voodoo is said to be the, the, the capital, the, the voodoo capital, but that is not true.
3: But we're not bringing New Orleans voodoo. We're bringing right. Haiti to New Orleans. To New Orleans, yes. And soon enough, this will be um, the way that the river was the, um, poured in for the slaves to, to the United States the voodoo in New Orleans, Haitian voodoo, will be
2: there through her and through us. Technically, New Orleans voodoo died out. Traditions that they, the way that they do their traditions of initiation, the way they do their traditions of of becoming priest and priestess, it died out. Roman Catholicism won. That is true. There's remnants left in people like my sister of the traditions who were born and raised here in New Orleans that they've been keeping these traditions of how New Orleans voodoo was done by the people of color. I have to stress that are the people of color in New Orleans because it stays in it's in their blood. Um, plantation voodoo never died out because there ain't no slave owner about to go out there in the plantation with a group of slaves dancing around the fire honoring ancestors. He's gonna end up getting killed. So we're still here. We've always been here and we take vows of secrecy. I'm not even allowed to speak Louisiana Creole unless you've been initiated in the religion. I cannot. I can only speak it to her and her in the room right now. I cannot speak it at all as far as like communication-wise, to anybody who's not initiated in the religion. They're so secret that if you go out there right now to my family's land and say, is there, is there voodoo here? they can gonna tell you flat out no, probably get a, get a shotgun and try to chase you off their land. That's how secretive they are. So it's here, but it's so tight and kept into the people of color communities because of the history of slavery, that not anybody can just go out there and say, hey, we're looking for voodoo, where is it? And you're gonna end up getting killed. New Orleans would be the capital in the United States, but if you want to know the real capital where it's still flourishing and big, you got to go to Haiti, baby. You have to go to Haiti. The way we honor our ancestors and the way we contact them is through ritual possession. Now, ritual possession tells people that your head got to turn 360 degrees around your neck, your eyes turn solid white, the zombies come about the ground and they knock down people's houses. Or you, you, you come down the stairs backwards with blood coming down your, out of your mouth and then masturbating with a cross. I'm talking about the exorcist. All orgies. Yeah, all or orgies. There's a book, yes. a famous book here in New Orleans that said in Vodou, we actually have orgies with our actual blood families in front of our yard to honor our ancestor spirits. Yep. Tour guides are reading this book and believing it. In the midst yes.
3: of using the Loa name mm-hmm. and
2: all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm a tour yep. guide. And I when I read this, I burned the book. Mm hmm. I burned the book as soon as I read it. I burned it because I have ancestors in my house. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, they living they they're living through me. They're reading this too. So here's the deal. During a ceremony, our ancestor spirits come down. Now, you heard us say that a lot. It's during ritual possession. A lot of people in ritual possession think that on TV it's the like that. If you've ever been to a southern black church or a southern white Pentecostal church you seen them catch the spirit or seen the televangelists on TV go, in the name of Jesus, then all of a sudden the whole row of people pass out. That is ritual possession. In Vodou we're special because God gave us the ability to communicate with our ancestors. The ancestors can come down and eat and spend time with us and talk to us, give us advice. Because of our blood and the ancestors that were spilled. And that's what happens. It's the exact same thing. The only difference is we get to talk to them. And sometimes they don't want to talk. Sometimes give them their rum, give them their cigar, give them their food. They're going on by their business. And they're going to leave. They'll take care of what they need to take care of with us. That's all ritual possession is. It's not, and and what happened is Hollywood took that and twisted it. So Hollywood tells people, like I said, it's a whole, it's all about, uh, you know, the demon coming into your body, your eyes going red and uh, white and stuff like that, and all of a sudden there's a portal open to somebody's mouth and you, you fall into it and now you're in hell, you know. They're, they're kind, I can I can keep going with this. Hold on one second. Another one that's very famous, stabbing pins and dogs. And that one I got to clear up. So traditionally speaking, let's go to, I'm gonna, and I'm going to talk about plantation voodoo first. A voodoo doll was a polstice. You know what happened? So if a slave, they didn't take the slaves to the hospital. Just so you know, they, 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 they tried to t- tried to treat them on the plantation. They ended up killing most of them. What happened is because of the knowledge that these slaves gained for being people of color and living in the woods, they knew about the herbology in the area. Talk to them about the Native Americans here. And most of these people are still here in New Orleans, just or so you know. And because of that, they had to disguise the fact that they were trying to heal each other through the earth. And I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's say you cut yourself on your arm, you bleed. you can go to my mom and you know she's a high priestess in voodoo. She's going to get together. She's going to grab several ingredients. Peppermint, Spanish moss, lemon peel. She's going to take a mortar pestle and ground that up. Put it inside of a piece of fabric and make it into the shape of a small doll. She's going to take a thorn off of a rose bush or a blackberry bush. Take the thorn and put it on the arm of the dog where you cut yourself and pray to our ancestors to heal you. After that, my mama gonna give you the dog. What do you think you're going to do with it? Put it right there on the arm. Peppermint has menthol in it, a natural soothing agent that soothes the pain. Spanish moss, the Native Americans are using that for thousands of years to stop bleeding as a natural coagulant. Lemon peel, that's a natural antibiotic, a natural antibacterial. Again, it's just neosporin. Now, let's talk New Orleans voodoo. Most of these slaves that were here in New Orleans, some of them have been set free. They bought their own freedom. They can't read or write. And they got all these clientele of people coming to them asking for help. They know all about herbology. They have to take care of themselves and their families who are slaves. So how are they going to keep track of these people? You know what they started doing? Make dogs. So if I'm one of your clients, I got a stomachache. You're going to give me magic food. Now, mind you, I'm a rich person in the French Quarter. I don't know this magic food. is just made from ginger and raisins. I'm constipated. That's going to clear everything up. But I think it's magic because it's unknown. I'm eating it, you're gonna make a doll that look just like me and put a needle through the stomach of the doll that looks just like me. After we bought her for payment, I'm gonna take the doll from you, I'm gonna take it home. Next week I'll come back, give you the doll. Look, I got a headache, take care of this. You're gonna give me more magic food. It's made from dark chocolate, which is a natural painkiller and natural antidepressant. <laughs> While I'm chewing this magic food, because I'm I'm rich, don't know no better. You're gonna take a needle and put it through the head of the dollar, looks just like me, but there's a needle right there. You're gonna say, Oh Roby, I see I worked on your stomach. How is it? It's fine. You're gonna give me the doll after we bought her, I'm gonna go on home. Next week, I come back out and broke my foot. Don't judge me, I'll stay in trouble. <laughs> While you're wrapping up my foot, you're gonna put a needle through the foot of the doll, but there's a needle there and there. So you're gonna say, Roby, I still worked on your stomach and your head. was a record keeper. <laughs> now, and that goes into the hoodoo aspect of the religion known as mm-hmm. voodoo the herbology, the root work, the magic, the, the, the knowledge that our ancestors taught us to survive. That's what hoodoo is. They treated us bad, they beat our ancestors, then allowed them to go to the hospitals. So the ancestors in the law gave us hoodoo, magic to help each other out. Mm-hmm. That's what hoodoo
1: is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, they want you to go to a doctor and get some pills oh. instead of the natural, of the stuff. natural stuff. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so one of the biggest, to touch on what she's saying, one of the biggest illnesses back in the 17 and 1800s People think it was yellow fever. It was yellow fever. Yellow fever was killing a lot of people. There's another illness that was killing people, though. Syphilis. Mm. Yes. And everybody caught it. And I'm talking about that nasty, popping, peeling, blistering, burning system. You know? Everybody caught it. <clears throat> and when you caught it, especially if you was a rich person, you went to your pharmacist. And the pharmacist is blessed by the priest of the Catholic Church. just a holy man. You go to the pharmacist and say, look, I done messed up. That don't look right down there like a little piece of popcorn shrimp going down there beside <laughs> me. Now, I ain't supposed to be down there. Now, I need you to help me out. As the pharmacist, do you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go in the back and take a needle that's this big, look at my pinky. Look at it, I measured it myself because they have them in. And, and it's not sharp, it's dull point. It's rusty. you mm-hmm. can see the rust flakes coming off of it. And he uses them. Mm-hmm. everybody in the French Quarter must you she know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. He's gonna fill it up with liquid mercury. Yes, mm-hmm. and then tell me to drop my pants and hold it out. He's going to shove it as best he can in my urethra, and then inject all that liquid mercury in it to cure the syphilis. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing, the ladies, but they didn't know the ladies anatomy back then. So they just went down there on women trying to find a spot. And once they found a spot, but now you got these slaves who they call devil worshipers, because they're not Roman Catholic, they are do. Mm-hmm. You got to go find one of them who has magical powers. They don't use harmful tools. They can use magic to cure anything. So you go find one of these slaves who are—it was because we don't say practice voodoo, we, we say voodoo is a voodoo on, and say, "Look, I need some help." That slave is gonna go in a trash can and find the oldest, moldiest bread that he can get up out of that mold, run on top of mold, grown on top of mold, and grab some real hard rum. We make rum down here; it's made from sugar cane, and and this is rum you can light on fire from across the room. He gonna put his thumb on that rum and splash that rum down there because he won't touch that—that's contagious. what <laughs> heck. Next, he's gonna make me eat all the mold off the bread and then rub some of the mold down there. So eat the mold and rub some of the mold down there. But as you know, what is that coming from? That's penicillin. penicillin. They didn't know it was penicillin back then. The slaves just knew that it worked. It's a survival tactic, so you know what they called it instead, the outside people? Magic. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. But that's all taught to us by our ancestors on how to survive here. And from that, it developed even more. Now we can ask our loa for help. We can use the hoodoo to ask them for help to help us do anything because the tradition is still here. That's hoodoo. Yet they say we're crazy, living off the earth, using the earth. Mother Earth gave us all these herbs and stuff to use. Gave us our ancestor spirits to call upon. Yet we're the ones that are evil. We're the ones that Halloween says dance on top of graves and 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 drink blood and we we uh what sap pens and dolls to inflict pain on people and um. We gosh, Oh, that brings us to another subject animal sacrifice. Yeah. Let me talk about that right quick.
1: Wait, before you talk about animal sacrifice, Abraham give us animal animal sacrifice. sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before Abraham, okay. (laughs) Abraham was the one to give us the animal sacrifice because he was willing to kill his own son for God. God says, You can't kill your son. He turned around, he saw a little goat. And that's the goat that he killed mm-hmm. for God. No, when I do it, oh, it's the hell devil. Breakler. Yeah, it's the devil. <laughs> we worship the devil. And most times, this is, you're
2: going to be so surprised. When we do animal sacrifices, especially if it's a big bull or a big animal and whatnot, guess what, we'll go down? Spirit come down, spirit may do what he need to do to the animal and whatnot. After that, we gut and skin the animal, then chop it up into pieces, depending on what the spirit tells us, what parts to take. And, and after that, my scared. mama, and maybe my sister right there, and some other family members, gonna k- take a big old giant gumbo pot, throw it up in there, cut up you know, some celery, some best, you know, stuff like that. And while we're doing ceremony, it might be cooking down. We might go stir that pot one good time. You know, you don't want them to stick to the
1: bottom,
3: mm-hmm. right? Shay? Mm-hmm.
2: And after the ritual, we eat it. <laughs> And we feed,
3: the feed, community.
1: Community. We feed the community. Feed the community. Yeah, Hollywood. People, Hollywood. What you gonna do with a whole cow, <laughs> a whole bull? What you gonna do with it? You feed the whole feed community. Feed the whole community.
2: Hollywood tell y'all we put it in a tub and bathe in it. <laughs> 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 people believe we do that. You know, people seriously believe that we do that. That we literally we just put the blood in the tub, animal sacrifice, and just bathe in the blood. No. American hearts Story Coven. You seen that TV show? Mm-hmm. That woman Delphine Lauri was taking the blood and putting it in her face and it's supposed to keep her. People believe we do that? Keep her young? <laughs> no. I'm glitter and rainbows right here. I just want you to know, okay? <laughs> and I have several men in my life. I don't like to get dirty. You can ask them. <laughs> yeah. So why? Would you Somebody put please tell me face. why. What well, I want to put blood on my face.
1: <laughs> please. Before we finish, and another thing that I love about my voodoo, I don't know about everybody else's voodoo. My voodoo. The old, okay? the old, the old traditional voodoo. The, yes. the old Trace it back to the revolution. I'm not that old, mm. but to the me I the, the feel revolution. like oh, I'm yeah. a hundred years old. <laughs> you know? You know what I love about it? And voodoo, we got Straight people, we have gays and lesbian people, you okay, transgender or whatever. We are one. Yeah. We are one. We, don't care, we, we, don't, who, care we don't care who you are as long as you respect what you do and respect yourself too Yeah. because you're not coming into my voodoo ceremony and you got a man you you left in the bed you just finished with the man <laughs> oh, don't come oh, to no. you, oh.
2: got, right.
3: <laughs> you gotta come clean you, you go have away.
1: to be clean because there's certain ceremony that you're gonna do you have to be seven days clean yeah. before Ooh, the whole be. ceremony done a okay. seven days oh though.
3: yeah
2: <laughs> it's a long seven days
1: <laughs> okay so the Ooh, thing long. is that that's what i like about the voodoo <laughs> yes oh, we oh do yes. it,
2: the lord of verses of torture jesus yes
1: oh yeah oh yeah Ooh, torture <laughs> or not sometimes like
3: what time torture we, or not? you, you have to do the it the yes.
1: Right.
2: I remember we, we, when I was going through a time period where we, I couldn't do anything. I remember just sitting up in here with one hug one day and I just had to take a piece of paper, just, Fan <laughs> <laughs> And when I was done, look, I went, ooh, ooh, <laughs> 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 yeah. but, oh, we yeah. but we, we do it, we do it, we sacrifice, we do it. And because we, we, we love this, we are, we're born and raised in this, we, we, this is who we are.
1: You don't do the sacrifice, you don't do that penitence. Guess what happened? When things happening to you, don't come oh. to me. Yeah. Don't come to me because I have to do all you all, all the over way again. again.
2: You got to go through all the initiation and the, the, the stress and all Yes. That. Okay. All over again. So here's the deal. On the plantation, we got crops everywhere. Corn, we got potatoes, all that kind of thing, right? And one day, uh, my grandmother, who's the, the high priest in Plantation Wooden, she looked out the window and the corn was dying. And she said, she, uh, oh Lord, it's been great. She said, come here, baby. And I said, what is it? And I was around like 15 years old at the time. She said, look out the window. I looked out the window and the corn is brown. I said, oh, it's time to harvest the corn. She said, baby, look on the stalks. Mama, where the corn? She said, exactly, the corn dying too early. I said, "What we have to do?" She said, "We got the whole ceremony. We got to ask the spirits, what's going on." Yeah. So, so we on a Friday, we we get the family together. We're outside. <clears throat> we're in the, in the, we have a cow pastor. <clears throat> a cow pastor where we do our ceremony for that that particular spirit. And um, we out there. We're calling him. We're calling him. we calling him. We're call we call we singing. We're calling him. He don't come. So that means the ceremony got to go into the next day because we're not gonna stop until he comes. This is important. we call him, we call him, calling. him Calling. Him, that Saturday. That Saturday. During that morning, he didn't come. My grandma is like, oh, I guess we got to go into Sunday. Now, we don't do ceremony on Sunday. So, because Sunday is the, is the day of rest, you know. We're calling, calling, calling. Now, it's like four hours before midnight. Like, it's getting close now. We're calling, calling. He finally comes down. Hit one of my cousins like a ton of rain. Boom, cousin on the ground. Walling and stuff. And I was like, oh, he finally arrived. Like, it's, it looks violent, but it's, it's, it's not like that. Spirit here, the first thing he go for is for his beans and his rice and his liquor. Beeline, line, picks up the bowl, <laughs> drinking liquor. Now he didn't even give us a chance to salute him. Now salute is a is a gesture that we do to, to let us, hey spirit, we acknowledge you, that kind of thing. Just went straight towards the, the beans rice and the food and the liquor. He started drinking this room and drinking. My grandma's sitting there. Tap on the foot. He steady eating, he's steady eating. Finish one bowl, pick up another bowl, steady eating. And I'm sitting there like, because this doesn't happen. Usually he comes down, we salute him, and then, you know, and he steady eating drinking, got another bowl of beans and rice. And my I, my aunt's over there looking, she just keep making the bowls of beans and rice, like this ain't right, something's wrong. <laughs> Something is wrong, and keeps eating. Finally, my grandma had enough. She say, look, we called you down here for a reason. What's going on out there with that corn? He say, I know what's going on. He, he won't say nothing, my grandma say, we need your help. What's going on with the corn? The corn is dying. This is supposed to be a good harvest this year. eating. mm Mhm. He don't say nothing. drinking rum, and the man can drink. When I tell you he can drink, he go through bottles of rum like that. So eating, that drinking, my grandma say, please. And he says, he put the both in. He says, look, I know what's going on. Y'all should have just trusted that I knew what's going on when y'all calmed me down here in the first place. (laughs) This is what I need y'all to do. I need all y'all to stay celibate for two weeks, two weeks on 15th. I'm just now discovering how this works. Right. <laughs> you know, stay celibate for two weeks, and I'll take care of it. My grandma say, all right. He eat, he eat, 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 all of a sudden, he leaves. Ceremony of success. We good. We know what we need to do. He going to take care of it. Four days later, all the corn did. Every last Somebody bit.
3: Somebody been being <laughs> nasty.
2: When I tell you, you walk out there and pick up, the, it's brittle. It's like crumbling. And my grandma say, I got that top up Ain't this some shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, she say, we got to do another ceremony. <laughs> so, we do another ceremony a week later because everybody had left. We was like, okay, the cross going to be fine. We had to call everybody back, get all this preparation done again. Call the spirit down. He come down on that Friday, that morning, beans and rice, boom, rum. eating. And my grandma say, I thought you was going to take care of this. He put the bowl down. My 22 year old cousin is sitting right behind him. She just got married. She's sitting there with her legs crossed and she not just not even paying attention, just kind of sitting there. And he said, "Come here, Robbie. That's my real name, Robbie. Come here." Robbie. I said, "Yes, sir." He says, "You see your cousin sitting behind me? My grandma looking at her. looking at the spirit? She looking at the spirit. Looking at her the spirit." I said, "Yes, sir." He said, your cousin didn't keep that nickel between her knees. I and mean, then he just left it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> and my grandma just kind of looked at her. And she said, I thought I was the exception. I just got married. I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> we trying to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah.
3: what. <He> yeah. <laughs> out of room, all we that lost out of her. all
2: that crop that year. Yeah. There's a spirit that's over this house. When he comes down and he tells us to do something, we don't ask no questions. Yeah, he's an angry spirit. He don't get angry all the time, but he's stern. He's very, very stern and very, very, uh, um, manly. You know, he's he likes to drink rum and smoke cigars. And when he tells us to do something, we don't ask
1: no questions. He do what he's saying. I, the the chief of this house. That's what I'm talking about. Did. Something wrong okay I did something wrong you warned me about something I wouldn't do it anyway because I didn't see nothing wrong I end up bleeding as a lady I end up bleeding for a year and eleven days every time I go to the doctor and see a doctor the doctor says I can't find no blood where's the blood they came from, I ended up being a, a day and a, 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 a year and 11 days the the why the, the there's 11 years up to a year they gather 60 people I think I think it was 60 people they gather for a prayer for me to beg him stop bleeding me and you know 11 days later i stopped bleeding after that year then he came in and he says that i have to make a cross on the floor and kiss it that i'll never disrespect him again honey this man tell me to jump I, i'm not going to even say how high i keep on jumping <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that if he tells me to do, I'm not gonna do it is kill somebody.
3: Maybe I will. <laughs> kill somebody. He won't, tell, he,
1: because won't he, he won't tell you that. But if he tells you to kill somebody, say, Papa, what did the person do? Because it might be a test. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another thing with my sister, to touch on what she said. That's why, and what I said
2: earlier, a lot of people come into this with this exotic idea of this, this this exotic and mysterious religion mysterious sexual and, kind yeah, of craziness
3: and, and it's all kind of things trying that.
2: to well since I'm inward and I'm gonna wear a big old giant fancy head mm-hmm. wrap and put on some African clothing because I am a it's it's hard work, and, sacrifice and, oh, and dedication. They don't understand the work that we do, especially dealing with our Lawad and helping people. It, it it looks so exotic to them from the outside because this woman makes sure that we're polished whenever we're doing what we're doing. You won't tell that we've been stressing. You don't tell we ain't slept for three days. You won't tell that we had to sit there and concentrate for hours trying to help you. you know? it's all worth it. And as soon as you see us, she taught us how to hold yes. our head up, stick our chest out, and you can't tell that we ain't slept in two weeks or we haven't been through the mud or whatever trying to make sure that we did. You just see us as this polished priest and priestess.
1: Yes. That's how you have And to that's be. what people see. And with a smile on your smile face. Smile on your yep. face. And they think, oh, they look
2: so confident, exotic, and... Wow, mysterious and everything. They don't know the work that we do. They don't know.
1: They really don't know. When I'm doing uh, initiation, initiation take all together nine days. I only sleep, guess what? During the nine days. Put the nine days together, I slept four hours. <laughs> four hours. OK? Because you have to take care of the person just like a newborn. Mm-hmm. Just like a newborn. So what newborn let you sleep? <laughs> Thank you.
2: That brings us to another topic that's very important that, that, that since you're doing this, charlatans. And I'm oh not gonna be God. specific, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna say specific oh. names or anything okay. like that out of respect for these people. But the reason why people like me and my sister, who were born and raised here in Louisiana, who are descendant of these, or of our mother of the same people, is because you have these people who just pick up a book, read information, and say, I'm a voodooist now. Because it
3: becomes interesting in It becomes mind.
2: interesting. They don't understand where this is coming from. I cannot tell you because we take vows of what we, we, we go through to become priests and priestess, but well, let me tell you, when you go through it, if anybody just picks up a book and say well i'm a voodooist too and you ask them how did you get initiated who's your mama what not well i'm a solitary practitioner you just want to kill them and punch them in their face yeah because they didn't go through the 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 the, 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 the hard the, work the hard work and the the trials and the tests and and the, the the tears and the and the crying and the the breaking down of the outside shell to be born brand new by a mambo like this who didn't sleep for four days who literally let you cry on their lap, who literally took the time to feed you by hand when you were sick, who literally went through all of this with you just so you can be popped out and now you and Ongan and Mambo when you pass these tests. It's a huge deal. And then you got people over there open up these fake voodoo shops in the French Quarter saying that they voodoo priests and priestesses. And you ask them, do you speak any version of Louisiana or Haitian Creole at all? And they say no. Even my sister wasn't born and raised in speaking the languages. And she knows some Creole enough to speak to her ancestors spirits and also to talk to me. I can speak to her in Creole right now. She may not be able to respond, but she knows what I'm talking about. What are
3: you saying?
2: Mm-hmm. So that's why we get offended when you see these charlatans. Some of them are famous on YouTube. Some of them have been on the Travel Channel, the History Channel. <laughs> All these charlatans out there saying that they're A, B, and C. And here we are, born and raised in this. And you got a woman straight from Haiti trying to help you. And they're just like, no. and no. I should help.
3: But despite all of that, our journey and destiny in the voodoo shall shall
2: pass. Mm -hmm. We're going to persevere. We're going to get there. Yeah, we're doing it now. Thank God, all of a sudden, Hurricane Marie (laughs) (laughs) has come to New Orleans. And she didn't have to do anything. You know what happened? The spirit sent Mm -hmm. us to her. She didn't go looking for us. I came, and, and here's an example of it. I come from the bayou. I'm born and raised out there in bayou, Sarah. And in my lineage, in order for me to progress, because my ancestors said, okay, now it's time to go to Haiti. I don't know anybody who is full-blooded Haitian. I'm Haitian descent. And I don't, how, what am I supposed to do? I moved to the city of New Orleans, right? Looking for a Haitian community. Can't find nobody. I become a tour guide. Can't find nobody. In the tour at a voodoo botanical uh, shop over in the French Quarter, and there's this pretty gorgeous little white uh, uh, a white girl sitting there behind the register. And a guy who's also a tour guide says, oh, Roby, I need you to meet Caitlyn. She's actually a voodoo priestess as well. And I'm looking at this girl like, is she really? Because I've seen so many charlatans, I don't know. And she says, oh, really? So whose house are you part of? And I go, she knows about houses. There's a, there's a ray of hope. I said, I'm part of Priestess Brown's house by you, Sarah. She says, oh, okay. Is she Haitian? I said, we're Haitian descent. She says, Upale Creole, I see. I said, no. pale Creole Louisiana. And she goes, oh, we have to talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we sit down, and I don't know anything about this woman. No nothing. Never seen this woman's face, never heard of yeah. her, Mambo, Maria, nothing. And I tell her my family's lineage, the best way I can, without breaking my vows. Kaylin doesn't say a word, she just sitting there. Just doesn't say a word. I'm thinking, oh, this girl gonna think I'm fake. She think I'm a charlatan. And she goes, you need to meet my mama. And I say, what? She says, you have to meet my mom. It's you, your ancestors are calling you. You have to go back home to Haiti. I say, well, who's your mother? Is she Haitian? She says, yes. She's the one that made me a mambo. And Caitlin is a mambo, a real mambo. So she gives me the dress to hear, right? Now, my ancestors come to me in my dreams and tell me, do not go for two weeks. So... I decide to go against my ancestors because I'm so excited. And I pop up. The botanica's closed.
0: Mm-hmm. Mama's not here.
2: Mm-hmm. The reason why she's not here because she's taking care of things spiritually in here mm-hmm. to get everything set up for us to come. Mm-hmm. So two weeks pass. I finally showed up and I see this short lady sitting behind this restaurant <laughs> right here. And I walk in and I'm trembling. <laughs> I'm trembling. She stands up and she says, hello. And I says, are so you? Are you Mumbo Marie? Yes, darling. Who are you? <laughs> I said, My name is Robert. Your your daughter sent me to you. Which one? And I say, Caitlin. Oh, baby! Come, 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 come sit down. Oh, come sit down and talk. Sometime. So I started talking about my family lineage to her. We started, you know, and I started spending every single day here with her, you know, talking to her, getting to know her. And finally my ancestors came to me in a dream and said, You have to go to Haiti. She's the one. We sent you to her. We in a, fell in love. We fell in love
1: with each other. We fell. You, you see, when the spirit sent me children, even if you're gonna cause problem later, I will not I will take care of you. But the one that's gonna stay with me, we all fell in love with each other. Mm-hmm. We fell in love. We, we see a connection. Like today I get up. I says, oh my God, I would like to see so and so. I have to see so and so. You know, you you can't live without seeing that person. Mm-hmm. I have children the God sent me and the Spirit sent me that I can't stand. <laughs> but not truly, but I have to save their life yeah. by doing what I have to do for them. I do it <laughs> and within, Three or six months, I never heard of you again. Mm-hmm. I save your life. I send you out there. You did your part. She it's did your right. part as
2: a mambo. Mm-hmm. And then the spirit sent her ones that are gonna surround her. Yeah. And you then, know,
1: so that's it. You know. That's why I adore voodoo. <laughs> I adore voodoo, you know. I love it. I am going out. Keep up the my
3: hair to do oh yeah but I, I didn't think it was going today
1: yes it's today oh good that's why she oh, came boy. to get me oh
3: you're taking her to get the hair done yeah she can die okay yes. she's gonna come back a
1: blind come c- come, back, who come back come back, come back a blind? i'm gonna be uh, In a just like my grandmother red hair honey
2: yeah, she gone for it. Yes, dear. <laughs> There's a reason why she didn't tell me this first. <laughs> and then just just telling me now when she's about to leave. Because <laughs> I would have told her, hell no.
1: Red hair, like grandma. Cinnamon hair, honey. Because I want to look uh-uh. good, uh-uh.
2: darling. You look good
3: now. I want to
1: have six boyfriends. I was about to
3: say, she's looking for... Us a new
2: stepdaddy. You oh, should have us like seven or eight stepdaddies. Right.
0: <laughs> Mystic is written and produced by me, Bronte Mansfield. Our logo is by Vitchcraft Design Studio. Additional reporting by Ashlyn Wang. If you enjoyed our second episode, please rate and review Mystic on iTunes. This is the best way for us to grow and reach more listeners. Visit us online at mysticpodcast.org, where you can see a photo of Carmel and & Sons and links to their social media. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mystic Podcast, where we post teasers and behind-the-scenes photos. Thank you so much to everyone at Carmel & Sons Botanica for welcoming me and our listeners into their shop and into their lives. A special thanks to Mystic's board of directors, Jenna Blazovich, James T. Green, Kate Harriman, Christy McGuire, Faye Nowitz, Dushko Petrovich, Haley Shafo, and Cher Vincent. And finally, thank you for listening to Mystic.